Welcome to the Musician Secrets Podcast. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just very excited. I get to have Martha with me, and I'm just so stoked that you were willing to do this. I'm, uh, yeah. So. But first, uh, I just want to acknowledge you for being on the number one uh, charts in the US singer yes. songwriter on iTunes. Yes, yeah, that was my debut release, so that was really exciting. <laughs> wow, like that was like your first thing, and then it just yeah. So uh, I I really wasn't expecting number one at all for her new December, especially because I was releasing a song about winter in the summer. Um, <laughs> and then it was obviously like my first release altogether, so I had no clue what to expect at all. Um, but I put a lot of work in behind the scenes trying to promote it off my own back and things like that. Um, I went as far as putting posters up around the town where I live, so telling people to download it <laughs> and pre-save and pre-order. Um, and then I remember because in how the iTunes charts work is at 12 o'clock when, when your song is going to be out, you don't necessarily, I've been told, always see your name initially in the chart and then come, it will keep climbing and come to all the way till six in the morning is when then you might see your name. So I wasn't expecting to see my name at all when I checked at 12. I was like, in fact, I didn't even check. Um, it was someone else who checked just for fun. I didn't even think to check. So I was like, oh, my name won't be on there. Yeah. And then I was I was at number seven at midnight. And I was like, I, I cried. I cried at number seven. So then by the morning, when I saw that I was number one, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So. I was really proud. <laughs> wow, that, I mean, that is just such an accomplishment. And especially her name's December is, I mean, it's so good. Like the entire EP is amazing, but like her name's December. I'm a lyric person. I love lyrics. Not everyone agrees yeah. with me on that, but fine. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm just um, someone that just listens to lyrics. And when I heard her name's December, I'm just like, wow what like lyrically and uh, obviously the production and everything but just like obviously we're gonna deep dive into that later um, yeah. i mean it just deserved the number one up there just thank you uh, <laughs> any chart any chart and, uh, <laughs> definitely that's like one of the songs you know if somebody would ask me if i would have written it i'd be like her name's december by martha because it's really on that lyrically high level where i'm just like lyrics are where my, i have my fun with music i i really enjoy creating those stories you, yeah. you can definitely see the theme in the entire ep so like so this is um okay let's just backtrack a little bit so let's go into your backstory because i can again music i can talk all day long but um so what got you started because i know or Correct me if I'm wrong. You started singing when you're around nine in your church congregation, yeah. and then started songwriting when you're about fourteen. So yeah. Walk so, that. Um, my, my parents say I've been singing since forever, but I 
I think that's too generic to say to people in interviews. So I think the, the first time I remember singing off my own back was when I was given a solo to sing in church around Christmas time. Um, and it was a song called He's So Beautiful about Jesus. <laughs> um, and I remember being so, so nervous. And in fact, if you scroll in depth in my Instagram somewhere, there's a little clip of me practicing on my mum's phone. Um, and everyone responded really positively to that. And then around that time then as well, I also started to learn to play piano. So then I continued doing both of those for a few years. And then come 12, 13, I decided to write my first ever song myself. Um, and I distinctly remember, so in the UK we have, we start secondary school around 12. And my first year of secondary school, I went into my music class and I wanted to show my secondary school teacher this song I had written myself. Oh. And I, re I remember her saying, if it's only got four chords in, I don't want to hear it. And I said, oh, well, please, please, I, like, I really want to show you, like I've worked really hard on it. Not only did it not have, only, it only had three chords in, not even four. And so I was like, oh no. And so I was like, oh, please, could you just sit, sit and listen to it? Like I've, I've worked hard on it. I'd really like you to hear it. Anyway, she sat down and started listening to it. And halfway through, she got up and left the room. <laughs> and so I was like, oh no. So my piano teacher, who is the main reason why I've continued doing music, she's just one of those magical people that the world needs. She's absolutely amazing. Um, she said, oh, well, some of the best songs, I told her what had happened. She said, some of the best songs in the world have three chords in it. She goes, she doesn't know what she's on about. <laughs> um, and so she really then continued pushing me and I decided I didn't like doing grades in piano. That stopped very quickly. Um, and so my piano teacher said, no, that's fine. You don't have to do grades. I'm going to teach you how to play chords properly. Um, and we can learn some songs, some pop songs. Thank you. So then, yeah, so then, um, yeah. the first song I ever learned towards the end of the lesson, we spent a whole lesson basically discussing the fact that I didn't want to do grades anymore. So then I thought that I didn't want to do music anymore. And she was like, no, no, no. So by the end of the lesson, she just briefly showed me the chords for Read All About It by Emily Sande. Mm -hmm. And by the next lesson, I'd learned it and I was showing her everything I'd done. <laughs> Um, and it just continued from there, really. So um, from then on, I was writing a song, if not every day, if not every week, I would just write. I've got, I've in the hundreds of how many songs I've got at this point, <laughs> I've got loads. Um, and it's really sweet reading back on my music, what was going on in my life at the time and how I would talk yeah. about it when I was younger. Yeah. They're like little like diary entries. Yeah, yeah, like a, like yeah. a diary, yeah. Um, and so then I started to do some competitions because you think that's the way to go forward. Um, I did a lot of the TV ones, which were just a complete waste of time. Um, purely just because they have a list of acts they want and if you don't look a certain way or you don't sound a certain way, then they don't want you. Um, and then I did some non-televised singing competitions, which I would always do well in. Um, so I kept doing a few. And the last one I did was in 2018. And through that, I was picked up
by an artist development management course um, where they would sign you on and basically start padding you out mm -hmm. uh, to be like a proper musician. Um, and the first people, the original people who picked me up weren't very good. Um, so I left them and then later on I then joined these new people who I'm still working with. I say new, I've been working with them for two years now, over two years. Um, and they created the whole of Lunarize with me and instilled me with all this confidence. Um, and we've continued and we've now made the second EP. And so I'm just going to keep pushing with them until the next step happens. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's incredible. I, I, unfortunately, I hear that a lot. Where the specifically the music teacher is so discouraging. Um, mm. I don't know why. Why? I don't know what the deal is. But you know, it's so sad because music is so just amazing and powerful. Mm. And then for a teacher to be like, you know, to like, but it, it's it's so, so subjective. And the school I was at specifically, they were quite big on like um, theatre and classical training and classical music, um, which of course I'm not into and I've never been classically trained and anything like that. I've never had any singing lessons or anything like that. So it's just, it's all you learn um, and you have to learn, you have to grow through making mistakes and making three chord songs and eventually you can make six chord songs and five chord songs and seven chord songs and inversions and everything like that and you learn by starting somewhere and yeah. i think some teachers forget that and expect you to be in their eyes grade eight standard straight away which just isn't going to happen when you're 12 so exactly. <laughs> thank you yeah i think that's <laughs> So many people get discouraged or kids like you pick up an instrument you get excited and then someone's like well that's not good enough but like you said you got to start somewhere and luckily you had a great piano teacher that was pushing you forward. yeah <laughs> i also i think it's I, I was also around my age then the internet wasn't like it was now mm -hmm. and i think a lot of kids today would be able to just see all these musical geniuses from around the world um and be discouraged straight away whereas the internet was still just coming into its own when i was 12 anyway so all there really was was just people's covers of in their bedroom of like skinny love mm -hmm. by verdi yeah. and things like that which i absolutely loved <laughs> and like jar of hearts by christina perry uh, that was well, fun. That's a good one yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i to the kids who are starting today it's they've got to really push i think twice as hard than what i ever would have had to have done at 12. that's for sure <laughs> okay so let's um let's talk about your ep because there is a lot yeah. to talk about and um this is <laughs> so i was listening to it in the car and um right now it's like fall or autumn and um winter is kind of coming in in germany we were getting a little bit of snow so it was like her name's december just was like <laughs> hit me right <laughs> in so it was like the perfect time uh so yeah. now like your ep is just associated for me with like it has that vibe too it's very like a like a fall winter ep yes works for all all the seasons but like that is now because i was just it just so happened that i was listening to it at that time yeah it's just now engraved in my brain so every time i'll listen to any of those songs it'll be 
me in the car driving to work. <laughs> um, I love and, that. <laughs> yeah, so the cool thing, so there were yeah, two things that kind of popped into my head. One, and I don't know if you get that a lot, but I, I'm like, is this birdie? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I get that all the time. She is my absolute idol. If, oh, I, because, so there's a story about her and me. Um, when I was around the same age that I started then writing, I was in my bed and I was on my flip phone, which was my first ever phone I had. And the only thing I could get at like 10 o'clock at night was the radio. Uh -huh. And so me being like the badass that I was at 12, staying up late, was like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna go listen to the radio on my flip phone. And she was only just coming to her own at that time. And so they were playing her late at night as like, um, an up and coming artist mm -hmm. and they played her song people help the people mm -hmm. and i was just thought this is the most amazing thing i've ever heard in my entire life and of course at at that point i think the type of music that was going round was um like umbrella by rihanna mm -hmm. and that type of thing and so i hadn't i'd never heard anyone with that tone and that musicality that really resonated with me and so i then got her cds for christmas i was just from that moment i was in love and oh i just i'm a solid fan to this day if i could sing with anyone it would be her <laughs> okay you, you th that's the cool thing is like um it just you can hear that influence you know yeah it's so I think it's important to have some artists that you can look up to and be like, ooh, all right, I love this, I like that. Doesn't necessarily mean that you like copy like their sound and everything because yeah. you you still have like your own way of doing things. But I Definitely. think it's really good if you have at least one or two or three artists that you like take inspiration from. Mm. I, I get I get Birdie and I get um, Florence the Machine sometimes. Uh, okay. Um, especially like writing style. Uh -huh. um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the first thing that popped into my head. I'm like, what is, is this? Uh, am I listening to the right? Is like <laughs> the wrong? Uh, so yeah, that was the first thing. And then the second thing is I don't know if you did that on purpose or not, but I there are a lot of nature references and they're like a lot of moon skies stars um just just all these nature like in all of the songs looking at the lyric the lyrics it just pops up like kind of everywhere was that just subconsciously and then you embraced um, the entire year was it like I'm it's sort of just me as a person it's part of my character because where I live, um, I live in a small Victorian town um, and it's not necessarily like a village, so it's not like the middle of nowhere, but just across the road, you can cross the road and you're in the middle of nowhere. And a lot of where all my friends live and where I then ended up going to school and it's all in the countryside and everything is, is nature. Mm -hmm. I've grown up like the outside at my window, so my piano's here. <laughs> and there's my window just to um, my left and there's the river outside the front and we grew up playing in the woods around by my house and everything like that. So a lot of my inspiration comes from my home and my town, which is obviously where I've grown up. So 
Um, I I have an affiliation with those that that sort of imagery, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense because I'm like, again, I'm a lyric person, so I really like listen, and then I look at the lyrics and everything, and I'm like, here's one, here's one, there's one, there's one. So you can definitely see that theme, and it just looks like. It would just all, it is all matches and goes together very well, like from the production to the lyrics to um, the name and everything. So is there a certain order in, in which you put the songs in your EP? Um, or is it, you know, is it just random or? Um, everything, um, if, if any musician says their order is random, they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strategic, um, but not necessarily lyric-wise. Actually, that's a lie. For my next EP, it's based on lyrics, but for this one, it was based on um, the dynamics of each song. Mm -hmm. So for Her Name's December, because it was obviously the single and it was like the biggest, that we wanted that one to come first as the single. Um, and then I think it's Lunar Eyes first yeah. on the EP. Lunar Eyes. Uh, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Find I actually haven't had a look for a while. I think it's Lunar Eyes. Find me the one. Find me the one. Turn yeah. December and then Lois Bitter. So yeah. you wanted to start off with obviously the face of the EP being Lunar Eyes, the, the song that started it all. And it was the song that um, got my artist development management interested in me because they enjoyed the storyline so much um so that obviously had to come first then we needed something a bit more um faster paced and get people going so then find me came next um then we had the one which is a lot slower which a lot of people enjoy and i guess if you had lunarized the one lowest bidder and then the two bold ones at the end the the interest might have trailed off between the first three if that were the case yeah so yeah it's 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 trying to imagine what the listener what journey the listener wants to go through while they're going through the ep yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it, it makes sense because the order is important i think but who cares what my opinion is <laughs> <laughs> definitely no it definitely is but I mean, some I know like Tash Sultana. Um, I don't know if you know her. She does like the looping. She's like the Australian. I, I know. I know one of her songs. Yeah, she's amazing. Like check her out. But she says like when she brings out an album, she places the songs the way she would play it live. Yeah. So it also goes through that dynamic, like the journey. Mm -hmm. It's always about yeah. the listener's journey. So. I, I never put it on shuffle play because I'm like, no, there's a certain order that I need to go to the song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right thing to do. Point, right? They're like, you want shuffle play? Like, it's a huge fat button. I'm like, no, start at the beginning, walk me through. But for my next EP, it's, it's basically like a concept EP. So the whole thing is one big story. So that that will be yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. That's <laughs> awesome. That, that yeah. Is a great idea. Well, let, let's just jump into the the EP then. Let's yeah. not be around the bushes. Um, so the first one, Lunar Eyes. I mean, it just sets the tone for the entire thing. And I, I mean, it would make sense why you would get this discovered through the song. Why people would fall in love with that because it's. 
it doesn't have that typical pop structure. It's not like verse, no. chorus, chorus, second verse, yeah. so bridge, chorus, or double chorus, or whatever. It's, it, you know, the only thing that repeats really is lunar eyes, right? And that's mm -hmm. what kind of stands on its own. It's so, sort of fakey. Totally, like, totally. It's like, yeah. what I love about your entire EP, um, about your sound in general, is it's very piano driven vocals. You don't even have harmonies in any of your songs, right? There are no harmonies. Um, not very really, no, not as a focus. Not no, really. No. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, it's literally the main, through, through the entire EP, it's just piano and vocals. And then mm -hmm. you find me a more of a full band, more upbeat song. Yeah. There are more, that's the only song where you really have drums. All the other songs maybe have like symbols in it. But uh, her name's December is quite um, cinematic. That was quite built. Yeah. Um, right. But the one definitely, Lunar Eyes was hardly touched. The one was hardly touched. And then Lois Bitter is literally just me and the piano. So <laughs> like in the beginning, it just has like the, the wood creaking or. Yeah. And that's it. Like, and that's yeah. the hardest thing to do because you can't cover up anything with like the production and all the instruments and all the harmonies on top and kind of distract the listener. And I think that's like, in my opinion, is like the highest form of music because- Well, I was, I was so proud of that song by the end because that song actually got picked up by BBC Introducing uh -huh. and was played on, I think it was like three different radio stations at one time. Um, and I was like, when I told, my producers who work with me, I was like, oh yeah, no, um, Lois Bidder's being picked up by BBC Introducing. And they were like, for God's sake, they were like, the one song that literally has no work on it whatsoever is the song that gets chosen. And so I was like, well, in a way, I'm quite flattered because <laughs> like they, they really just love me um, as a whole, untouched. It was really, yeah. I was really proud. <laughs> you can totally think if your voice alone it has so much character and it just stands on its own. It just needs a little bit, you know, piano, sparkle. Yeah. Um, and and that's it. So, uh, and I mean, and that's, I think, because it's just so pure. It's so just, it just, it just has the production is, I mean. Thank you. <laughs> it's simple. I mean, obviously, I mean, her name's December is like, really dramatic and it just mm -hmm. has all the violins and you know all like the strings and you know that's like when you're listening to it you're just like <laughs> <laughs> right but like all the other songs are just very yeah I would say. yeah they, they are and it was also because we were finding my sound in which direction we wanted to go and I keep referring to this next EP but it's it's just it makes in my head everything's so black and white at the moment because I can see the progression and so it's like at, at the point of Lunar Eyes especially when I first released it I was like this is it like I I can't do any better than this I'm so proud of this sound and everything and already it's, it's, had, it's only been a few months as well my voice has matured in the second one like the control has matured but the songwriting and how I approach everything is still the same. And so I'm really grateful for the process of Lunar Eyes mm -hmm. because it's really 
helped me home into what I want to be and what I want to form myself as as a musician. But yeah. That, that's awesome. How did you how did you find your sound? What was the the process behind it? When did you know like okay this song is finished? It just needs piano, vocals. That's it. This song needs a bit more you know strings. And how do you know when to stop? I think that's the hardest part is because you want it to be your best, right? You we are kind yeah. of be that perfectionist. Be like no, it needs to be just right. But where where where's the cut of line for you? Where you're like okay. It's so we actually had quite a lot of time on our hands because while I, I won't go into this too much but when I was leaving my first artist development management mm -hmm. um, there was like a little blip with contracts and things that we mm -hmm. just had to work our way around yeah yeah um, and so we uh, the Lunarize actually took two years then to make because we had two years to sort everything out mm -hmm. um, and so we had a lot of time to go through things slowly and i would it was it's a lot emotionally as well because as you say like being a perfectionist you want everything to be right and especially since it was my first release um it's the first thing that people are gonna see from me and hear from me i really wanted it to be right got a little friend here come here hello I know. She's dancing around in the background, aren't you? <laughs> this is Maggie. <laughs> Hello, Maggie. Come sit down there. Um, so we had time and we actually recorded demos for eight songs. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously three of which didn't make the cut. So that initially was a process through recording these eight demos and being actually know this song doesn't fit the whole EP as a whole, or I'm not actually proud of something in this particular demo that I am more so in the other ones. Mm. Um, and then songs like Find Me, so initially, Find Me was quite slow, mm -hmm. and it was like, underwater, I can't breathe. Like, it was, it was, so, it was so slow. And uh, one of the guys who worked with me, he was like, why don't you just try, just try speeding it up a bit. So they were always very delicate with me because they know, they're like, obviously artists, artists, they're very proud of what they've done. Yeah. Um, and I, I was completely new to this. So they were just like being very gentle with me and they were always just trying to probe me in the right direction. And then if something didn't work, it didn't really matter because yeah. we were still just working this out. Um, and then her name's, I think her name's December was the one song where we were like, we could just keep going. Like, cause it was so cinematic by the end. They were like, oh my God, this just sounds epic. Like we could, <laughs> we, could, yeah. we, I remember uh, we wanted a trumpet as well for a few things. Wow. We never got, we never got hold of a trumpet at the end. Um, but it was just the one, I keep splitting between them all, the one, I, I cried, I think, when I heard that one finish because I was just like, this is just how I want it to be. This is how I'm, I'm just so proud of this sound. Like, I can't believe that's me that I'm listening to. Um, and also The One and Lois Bidder wasn't played to a beat. Uh -huh. um, it was just completely free. Free, yeah. So that they sort of had their own little thing going on. 
Um, and so we couldn't add too much to either of them, which is why Lois Bidder ended up being, I wanted one song on the EP to just be completely me and piano, because mm -hmm. that's how it started. And I'm having that on the next one as well. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want, I didn't want, um, oh, there we go. There we are, sorry. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to lose touch of me and my original sound. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that they they have they have their own sort of individual individuality because because of that. Yeah. But yeah, you see, you sort of got a sense. You knew when 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 you felt a certain way, when you felt like crying. Yeah. <laughs> when you felt like crying, you knew when to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, that's a good um, you know off I guess yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean it makes sense I mean for because I think that's what I struggle with it's just like yeah no 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 like it's just you know do I just want to bring out an acoustic thing yeah do I want to add production at all like that's um, you know it's always a hard like how much do you take or how far do you take the song right with with the next one um it's a complete step up so there's a lot of production mm -hmm. um apart from on one song obviously where it's just me and the piano again um but the next one i we were talking about it the other day we don't think there's really much else out there that is the sound that we've created with this so it's a good it's a blend of pop mm -hmm. um not pop as in the pop that you hear in the charts but yeah, the, yeah. the thirdy comes under pop she's singer songwriter pop um more so acoustic pop but it is also still quite folky because of how i write in the lyrics and the um storytelling aspect yeah, structure, yeah. so it's it's the next one's really interesting and the production around it is really interesting um so i sort of want to i i want to say that because i want people to be prepared for something that's different from lunar eyes yeah but it's a good different it's a step yeah. up so yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i want to hear it now I'm so bad like, Damn it. <laughs> i mean that's that's what taylor swift does though and she's like okay this was this album right and now it's the next album and they all sound very different right i mean she switched from country to pop like how yeah. more change can you get you know then she has now she has like this really folky album before that you know she had lover and then reputation and they're, they're yeah. all just very very different from each other so i definitely could never turn yeah. it, i could never turn into like the og pop that's in the yeah. charts i'm definitely set in my way of because even just like my vibrato and my tone doesn't really lend itself to that sort of music mm -hmm. um but we've definitely created a, a more original sound um I'm, I'm so excited i can't i just i can't wait for people to hear it it's gonna be it's gonna be so good but yeah oh <laughs> I'm, I'm excited now i'm <laughs> like uh very pumped so um how, what's your songwriting process like in the beginning you said you know your songwriting process has kind of stayed the same so i mean mm -hmm. there are very different types of songwriting and obviously varies every song like someone are they very like more like a journal or a diary where you're like this is very personal or is it more of a storytelling aspect or is it from like a different like an eagle's eye where you're just kind of 
um, narrating or? It, or it really, from? it really changes. So, um, for example, mm -hmm. uh, the one was about um, a previous boyfriend and I had just met him and after, not I had just met him, we'd met each other and then um, he had to go away. And then we went, when he then came back, we sort of went on our first date. Mm -hmm. um, and after that first date, I was like, oh my God, like you just feel so excited and everything yeah. like that. And so um, I, wrote the song the one purely just going off that feeling he didn't turn out to be the one mm -hmm. um but just that feeling that everyone feels when you initially start falling in love with someone you're just like oh my god this is the most amazing thing on yeah. the planet I ever live without this person yeah. um and so that was completely from my original life um but i like to metaphorically speak about things so then it's not direct i'm not using um lines where people could be could pick me up on it yeah um but there's like there's a there's a line saying um uh we dance we dance under the stars and look up at the moon or something something along those lines oh, and i was dance and then like he still did yeah, he, yeah yeah um and i was feeling embarrassed basically we went into this club into the middle of bristol and he went in to prove me wrong about the price of the drinks in there and i was like no no no!" i said they were far cheaper than what they actually were oh. and so then we were, we both went in completely sober and there were all these drunk people around us and he was like come on like 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 let's have a dance like are we fine and i was like no like we're like completely sober um but you wouldn't you wouldn't know that storyline from the way that I've written it. Uh, but then her name's December and Lunar Eyes. Lunar Eyes, um, I, a lot, a lot of the times at home, if I'm thinking through things or I'm muddling through stuff that's happened in my, in day-to-day -day life, I like to look at the moon and talk out loud to the moon as a focal point, um, be it God uh, or praying or literally just speaking out loud, like my conscience or something like that. And so I thought that as a image was quite interesting. And so I, person I personified the moon uh, and made it into this friend in the song that I really wanted to talk to and meet, but because they're so far away, I couldn't do that. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> but then her name's December. Um, I was literally just one of my producers who I worked with quite closely was like, I want you to write a song by next week. And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. And then next week was coming around and I was like, mm, I don't have a song yet. <laughs> and so at my piano, I had my window and it was around this time of year and I was looking out and the trees are bare and it's like miserable and raining and gray and horrible. And I was like, well, I've got to write a song that's all I've got to go off. So I personified then winter, metaphorically spoke about winter yeah. in that hallway. And just that, that's just a completely made up story drawn from original imagery outside my window. But yeah, it, it changes. <laughs> oh. I, also, I also really like to play off um, commonly used phrases. Mm -hmm. So for her name's December, light your fires and keep your windows closed. You can't trust her to walk amongst your homes. I was playing off the phrase, don't let the cold in. Uh -huh. Cause I was like, oh, that's quite an interesting 
thing to say, oh, oh don't let the cold in. Yeah. We don't, we, yeah. And I was like, oh, I could use that. <laughs> but yeah. That is so, how long did it take you to, to write um, Her Name's December? Just to write it without production, just sitting down. Not that long, probably. I, I get the body of it done within a day and then the next day if there's I play it again I'm like I might change a few bits of that okay. or it can really do with a middle eight so I'll put middle eight in there. Mm -hmm. um, I know I, I struggled with the bridge in Her Name's December. The, her name, her name, her name, her yeah. name. Um, that bit because I'd made this whole intricate lyrically worded mid late that was just a bit too much and I was like it it's losing its traction because it was so detailed mm -hmm. and sometimes you just need to completely strip it back and yeah. just go movement of the song totally. um, so that's what I did for that one uh -huh. but yeah <laughs> okay well if you would have said oh yeah not that long it was like 30 minutes I'd be like <laughs> thanks to me forever like especially one that is like the lyrics are just so brilliant like it's I mean I hope this doesn't record this right now, but I mean, obviously, I I have you on Spotify, I have you on my playlists everywhere. Um, yeah, because <laughs> um, it's 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 that good. Um, and so in the lyrics, yeah, because oh, I'm just gonna read them. I mean, obviously, you know them, but forever who is listening. Um, uh, yeah. So in the in the beginning, you're just describing like the winter so her cold breath mm -hmm. runs you to the bone green mm -hmm. meadows turn brittle down turn to stone right her dark mm -hmm. nights draw in closer day by day but the moonlight's a hope that's ne that never fades how how did i mean did that was that something where you just it just kind of came or yeah <laughs> wow it's, it's so it's i don't i really don't know what it is about me and those intricate sort of imagery how it sort of happens is I think about what I'd want the music video to look like and what image I'm trying to portray to the listener like what what's going through my mind I literally I quite literally just spell out in an artistic way yeah so instead of like being like it's cold it's gray it's miserable I'm like okay What's it? Let's try and transform this. Yeah. I've always, because I'm actually, I actually have dyslexic tendencies. Uh -huh. So if you, if I were to, yeah, <laughs> if I were to write down quickly as I was going along what was happening, like the lyrics, writing out songs, um, you wouldn't be able to understand anything, um, which is why I write them all out on my phone, because if somebody wants to read them or I have to share them or something like that, it just helps because I have autocorrect on there. Yeah. Um, but as a child, I was always writing poems. I was always doing creative writing. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always continued doing that. And I was never afraid of using hard vocabulary. I was always pushed because both my parents are teachers. So the spelling wouldn't be there, but I, was, I, never, I never shied away from the bigger words. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's really helped me now as a older person <laughs> writing these lyrics um, because I have just that background distilled in me. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. it, it totally makes sense because it's it's literally 
like she's a killer she, she's a thief right it's like right there in the chorus so yeah somebody would like shy away from that it's like killer or death or you know that they're usually not that nice words to no. use. <laughs> <laughs> um, but i mean it, it that's what makes it so dramatic and that's why i like more of the cinematic sound and, and production that comes with it just yeah. makes so much sense for well it's literally like the trees in the summer are just so beautiful outside the front like the greens there's so many different variations of greens and I was just looking out and it's it's just gone like everything's literally died so I'm like well it has <laughs> so like that's what I'm going off <laughs> but yeah so her name's December is really just is it that you don't like the winter or is it just like it would just happen to be winter and you were just writing a song about it. I think it was that particular day, it was pretty miserable. I'm one, if if you, if everything was taken away and I had the option of either just working in an office or being like a labourer outside, I would 100% be outside. Like I, I'm generally, I'm always out walking, when I was younger and I had a lot more time on my hands, I would be down the stables, I'd be horse riding. Um, I walk people's dogs for them around here. Like I'm, I'm always just out. And especially me and my best friend, we just go on lots of walks together, especially during lockdown. Um, as a child, I was just always out. So I don't really care about the weather and that doesn't generally stop me. Um, but I think that day I hadn't, the reason why he asked me to write a song the following week is because I'm such a proficient songwriter. I think I was going through a couple of weeks where I hadn't written anything. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I, I'm just not really, I'm not getting inspired by anything. Um, like it's, it's just not working for me. So he was like, right, I'm going to put the pressure on. You have to write me a song in a week. <laughs> and so it worked. Luckily <laughs> you did, yes. It, it worked. Um, but it was, I think it was literally just because that day was just so, it was windy, it was raining, the trees had just died. I, I was like, I'm sat here and I've got to write this song and it's not working. And I, I was feeling miserable and it was like being reflected in the weather almost. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to put all of this <laughs> into the song. But yeah. I mean, it's genius to just, because usually you, you talk about experience. I mean, that's how usually, you, most people write it's like out of own experiences yeah. right it's more like therapy to to write it yeah so just really being like i'm just gonna write about something i can see on my window is so simple but that's what makes it so powerful because that's what everyone can like relate to yeah well it just it just builds imagery and um uh it's like winter takes her last leaf from her lover's willow tree. I sheets suffocate. So like all that bit, like ice sheets suffocate the lakes. I was just, it's literally just trying to depict what winter is and what happens. And round by me, there's like a national trust park, mm -hmm. um, which is, um, it's got like an old house. And by the house, there's, um, a lake and there's a boathouse which whenever I walk past I just imagine these old-fashioned people meeting there like these two lovers and they'd go sailing across the lake yeah. and I was I was like sat at the piano and I was like well right now that lake's frozen okay. and those lovers can't go sailing 
<laughs> like, like just, just I just think of everything quite literally. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, well, why can't they go sailing? It's because the lakes are frozen over and um, like the leaves have all gone. So it, yeah, it's quite self-explanatory when you hear me talk about it. Yeah. Um, but as you listen to the song, it's like, it's just a completely made up story. <laughs> it doesn't matter like it's it's as long as like you connect like people connect to it it's it doesn't matter the emotion is definitely be there like yeah <laughs> i had like goosebumps the first time i listened to it. <laughs> thank you wow who is this girl like how does she come up with all of it like i, I played my first festival either last summer so not this summer um and yeah oh yeah oh yeah i forget that we've already had a first lockdown (laughs) or it just Um, seems non-existent because i know i'm I'm, I'm just so i'm literally thank god for music so i've just been focusing on that the whole time i've been in my own little space bubble around here um but last summer i was playing all this new music at my first ever festival and i made 10 people cry (laughs) in the audience and I was just like, yeah, this is this is the vibe I'm going for. Like, <laughs> I want to make you cry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so where do you get inspiration from? Obviously, you have okay, like looking out the window, and what do you do when you have like writer's block, um, if you may say? Because I mean, I kind of watched your Instagram stories that you put up, so I kind of know, but. <laughs> For those who don't know you, um, what what advice would you have if you're like stuck? So I've actually been going through a bit, I wouldn't necessarily say writer's block at the moment. I think with everything like coming into the second lockdown um, and music, especially here in the UK, the music scene hasn't picked up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that the the second EP is coming to is being formed um, I've got things up and running again but definitely for a while I was really struggling just wanting to sit down and play because I had no reason to sit down and play um, so I guess that would be my first thing at the moment with people who are stuck at home it's to set yourself something to do with music be it okay, I need to write a song in a week or I need to, I'm going to put myself out there and do a live stream. So therefore I need to get a set together for this live stream. It's, it's give your, like homework, like give yourself a deadline that you have to work towards. And then you're like, okay, well, I've got to do this now because I've said I'm going to do it. Um, that helps me because you, especially now that I've got like a small fan base going on, you have to deliver. If you tell people that you're doing something, you've got to do it because I've now got 3,000 people waiting for me to do it so it's like okay Um, I recently wrote then the Christmas I say recently it was quite a few weeks ago now but then I wrote the Christmas single again because my manager well he's he's sort of like my manager they the British Country Music Association were looking for an artist with a Christmas song Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, oh, do you want us to put Her Name's December forward? And I said, well, no, because it's not a Christmas song. It's about winter. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was literally just like, give me 20 minutes and I'll get back to you with a Christmas song, which is where wow. this Christmas singles come from, which is coming out soon. 
Um, but apart from that, if it's day-to-day -day writer's block where you are just struggling, yeah. the main thing I would say is to listen to your um, Discover Weekly on Spotify because it's music that's designed for you and your taste, but it's not necessarily artists that you would have heard before. Mm -hmm. And often I just hear a, a word or a little melody a little block of melody where I'm like oh my god that's really I and like often if I hear a melody and then my mind will just continue the rest of it of how I would like to write it and yeah. I'm like okay well, Same. Same I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take that take that little section there yeah. um what I will say to people is obviously don't take a whole line of lyrics or a whole song because that's just yeah. not fair um and it's illegal yeah. <laughs> um but you are allowed to take a couple notes and you are allowed to take a word or a, a phrase. Um, and so I've, I remember in one song listening to my Spotify weekly, I um, heard the word Valentine mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I love that. I, I, so I then wrote a whole song about Valentine's Day <laughs> because I just heard the word Valentine and I hadn't heard it in a long time. Um, but yeah, the other thing is to go on Pinterest and to look at quotes or poems. And often if you're really struggling and you can literally just look up a poem and a rhyming poem yeah. and you can then play that poem to some chords that you then make up and that might spur on something. Um, but I also, I say Pinterest because a lot of the quotes come with images to back them up. So like some artsy person might have written a song not a song, a quote about a flame or something, for example. And then they might have done a little illustration to go along with that. And that then gets your mind going for me anyway. <laughs> no, it, so, yeah. it makes sense. I thought I was the only new one that did that because I'll usually like listen to a song and then a word or a phrase will trigger that. And uh, then I'll be like, oh, this is how my story will go about that. Right. So it's that's what I always say, like copy and paste is not OK. Like don't yeah. take. Yeah, don't go and steal something. You mm -hmm. know, there, there, there are good books called um, "Steal Like an Artist," I think, um, mm -hmm. where, where, where he kind of talks about the thing like there's no such thing as like an original thought. Like your ideas always come from something. So it's yeah, always an inspiration. But I think what 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 like you said is like don't don't be an idiot and just kind of yeah basically credit take um, credit for something you didn't do so yeah like copy and paste is not okay but if you kind of take something a little bit and kind of make your own new thing out, out of it yeah totally cool completely um another thing as i mentioned earlier is as you're writing to picture the music video that you'd like to go along with it because then in your mind the story's telling itself so all that you have to do is just verbalize what's going on in your mind um that's if you're, you're you've got going enough to to be able to do that um but yeah that's that's I thought that was very interesting because i've never heard anyone say that before it was like oh just kind of base it off of a music video and I'm like oh that's interesting like uh like wow that's I've never thought about it that way before usually that always comes at the end right you have the song first and then you have the music video maybe and yeah I thought even though it never happens it's still it's kind of a cool way to write a song I I can't wait till I finally get to make a music video 
It's gonna be so, cause I've literally, I've got all these music videos in my head that I've used to write the songs. And I'm like, when I eventually get like the money as well to be able to make these music videos, I'll be like, I've got it down to a T. My songs literally explain it. <laughs> Just follow the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. I got it all covered, got it all done. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, that is so, I, I mean, this is oh, just a delight. Thank you for just, you're awesome. I mean, I don't Thank you. have anything, you're seriously, you're so easygoing and whatever, you're creating such good work and putting such just positive energy out there. And now that's really rare. So I just, I, I just want to appreciate you as a artist as a human being for thank you so much you know, your smile you can just see that it's genuine it's not like like fake <laughs> smile that you kind of put on that makes you want to feel happy but it's like the genuine really you know you mean well, well you do because it's, it's i think it's important what you're doing is giving artists a platform at the moment especially with what's going on and the lack of support for artists especially here in the UK um, we've literally hardly been touched by the government in regards of sorting out our zone mm. and obviously there's there's no way that can really happen until there's a vaccine in place but um, it's all these things such as interviews and exposing new artists is just so important so it, I'm really grateful for this Oh, thank you. Because yeah, <laughs> it was just so, everything around me was so negative. And I'm like, I can't, I just, you know, it's, you don't, you can only take up so much negativity yeah. and you start repeating all the, the crap that you're getting. And I'm like, you know what? Stop. Like, <laughs> I'm going to focus yeah. on positive. <laughs> and I love music. I love talking about music. I love being around other musicians. And it does, it just, so it's so good to to find new people be like wow this is amazing like more people need to hear this more people need to uh you know listen to you and i'm like yeah wow this is perfect like yeah well, thank so, you so much <laughs> yeah no i i'm i'm totally like honestly i just I just want to say thank you and, and keep going and I can't wait to hear the second. Is it EP or is it going to be an album? Yes, yeah, so we've got um, the, the Christmas, Christmas single on the first and then we've got the EP coming out with a single um, towards the start of next year. Mm -hmm. And then there's also another little surprise maybe following after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. We've got a few things coming. <laughs> yeah, keep it coming, keep it coming. Definitely. I'm, I'm definitely a new fan. I, I can't, like, for sure, just keep on doing what you're doing. And if there's anything I can do, uh, <laughs> thank you so know. much. Yeah, let thank me you. know. Yeah, so where can people follow you? Where are your social medias, your. So under all social media platforms, including YouTube and everything like that, Facebook, Instagram, I'm Martha Music UK. Um, and then on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon Music, if you type in Martha, because mm -hmm. um, I'm just trying to go by my first name. Yeah. Um, okay. If you type in Martha and then start typing in Lunarize, I will come up straight away. Mm -hmm. I know, because I've typed it in. Both iTunes and Spotify are worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll link everything up um, below as well so people can, I'll blend it in, it'll be in the link. Yes, so thank you so much. Thank you, of course. Well, thank you for taking the time. I have one last question and I kind of uh, took the inspiration <laughs> from a different podcast from Lewis House. He spreads a lot of good energy and he interviews a lot of entrepreneurs and mm -hmm. um, his podcast is really good. Uh, so if you just want those positive thoughts, he's definitely- I'll have to have to check that out. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll link him up too. But at the very end, he has a question. I always have to think about it and my answer always changes. But he says, this is, this is what he asked. So this is your last day. You've lived a full, luscious life. Um, everyone that you love and want to have around you is here. Um, but unfortunately, all your music is gone. Everything that you've put out, uh, all the Instagram posts, everything, all the social media is gone. It got deleted. Uh, the oh. internet broke down. Uh, everything's gone. Yeah. But everyone you love is with you in the room everyone you want to be here and this is your last day what are the three truths that you would want to tell them or that you would want to be remembered by oh my gosh it's a it's the hardest question i've ever heard and it always changes so no pressure <laughs> um it's okay to be sensitive um, I guess I'd want to be remembered as being quite headstrong. Um, I've never, I guess this is an artist thing, but I've never followed the crowd in regards of um, social aspects of going along with things just because people think it's cool mm -hmm. or if it's, they think it's the right thing to do, but I think it's the wrong thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, I've always, yeah, I've always remained very true to myself. Um, and I guess one quote that I've lived by, and I always say to people if they're struggling, so I'd, I'd probably want to say this to my family as I was departing, mm -hmm. is everything is okay in the end, and if it's not okay, then it's not the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Right, then we can stop right there because I think that's a good, um, well, good ending. I think it really reflects you, obviously. Um, and I just thank you just for taking the time and um, being awesome, being you, not following the crowd and just staying true to yourself because you can definitely hear it in your music and in the production and the EP and I can't wait. Um, to see what's coming again thank you and um all the best thank you and like i said if you need anything just let me know yeah right back at you yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you so much martha have a great evening and you <laughs> bye